Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And welcome back. Mike H. in for Marco today. I'm also in on Monday as well. And I say it all the time because it's absolutely true. When I fill in, I just basically go through, you know, my contact list and go, hey, Who's a buddy of mine that I haven't talked to in a long time and that is very also very entertaining on the radio? And today, the Wheel of Fortune hit on Chris Solari with the Detroit Free Press. Chris, how are you? Well, you must have run out of the Rolodex <laughs> to hit me. None of those things, other than not catching up in a while, none of those things apply. <laughs> not true. Well, of course, Chris was a longtime writer for the Argus Leader in town and uh, then has... has gone back to michigan now with detroit free press first things first how's the family they're doing well um you know our our daughters francesca our oldest is now eight going on nine uh toward the end of the summer and the twins turned five last <laughs> month so um it's it's wild seeing the development out of the the toddler stage and they're uh they're done with preschool, and next stop is kindergarten. So, ooh, it moves fast, that's for sure. I know seeing Stu Whitney's son uh, graduating, um, I can remember him being born not too long before I left Sioux Falls. Right. So it, 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 you know, time in a bottle, right? I, I, there's no question about it. Now, I have to ask, so with eight and five, are are you one of those that needs to write down in your calendar which event is going on at which time that you need to be there to support your daughters? Thankfully, not yet. Okay. That, will, that I think, will be starting within the next year or two. Okay. Um, um, our oldest is doing softball, um, which is interesting. Um, I always swore that I would never coach that age, you know, around seven, eight, nine years old. Um, I've helped here and there, uh, so I've kind of just stepped back and watched and let her kind of figure out if it's something she enjoys. She really, she wanted to, last summer she said she was done. She didn't want to play anymore <laughs> in the second year. And somewhere between uh, July last year and March this year, she changed her mind. Uh-huh. And she was adamant, and now all of a sudden she's enjoying it a little bit more. So, that's, that's kind of good, but at some point the twins will start in their whatever interest they have. Francesca also does gymnastics, so right. I'm sure they want to follow Big Sis in that realm. Uh, of course. Well, and and that's the thing, though, Chris, because you 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 know you're at that point where as they get more active, the job that you have, while wonderful, is something that an awful lot of us have had to juggle. You just aren't going to be able to be at all of their events. Yeah, especially stuff in the the fall and, and right. winter months. Um, that does make it complicated. Uh, she had Francesca had gymnastics in the winter months towards the end of basketball season, but so I was able to get there a few times, uh, which was which was interesting too because that's a sport that I've never really seen at the <laughs> lowest developmental stages. I I, I always kind of joked that when I moved out to Sioux Falls, actually one of the first thing I major event I covered was in 2001, the early 2001, I, I covered the state wrestling tournament out in Rapid City, and 
my, in my first week or two out there, I blew out a tire around Kadoka. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just past the exit in Kadoka. So of course. Uh, I was, I was just getting used to the state. And boy, that, that exit in Kadoka still looks really, really close, but incredibly far away <laughs> in my mirror, rear view mirror. And after that, uh, you know, I, I, I was asked, what would you prefer to do? Would you rather do state wrestling or would you rather do state gymnastics? So you saw me a lot in Huron with the Mylar balloons and uh, some of the things that happened there. Kind of, and I, and I, I have kind of been following along a little bit of what's going on in Sioux Falls, and that's sad because I know that those girls, you know, in the gymnastics realm, um, you know, they put in a ton of work. Uh, exactly. To do that. It's sad to see uh, that potentially going by the wayside um, as a high school sport there. Because as Chris Solari joins us from the Detroit Free Press, that's the thing, Chris. I mean, all athletes are dedicated. I understand that. But there's some that just stand out. Gymnastics, people who skate, you know, because they're trying to get gym time or ice time whenever it is possible. And that means early mornings and late nights. And to see that dedication not being rewarded it's heartbreaking and gymnastics you know i mean you know you can joke about all the can music and instrumental uh yanni and uh whatever uh type instrumental pieces that they they played during those meets um you know i kind of joked about a lot of that stuff but those girls put in not just a ton of work but that's you know the equivalent in a lot of ways to the women's sport for football Right. With the yep. amount, I mean, it's not just the hours, it's the, it's the strain of the body and the knees and the backs. I mean, you know, it's, it, it can be a dangerous sport. I have a friend, uh, here in, in Michigan who's got, uh, his two daughters on the Michigan State gymnastics team now. Wow. And, you know, those, those, I've followed those girls since they were kids. And, you know, it's funny because when I moved back here as well, um, we had heard of this girl locally, um, our running columnist, that we had her daughter was a, a gymnast coming up and you know we heard well she's going to be a pretty good gymnast that, that gymnast was jordan weber uh, <laughs> of the fierce fierce five and you know olympic gold medalist right uh, so so i've been around the gymnastics world a little bit and seen then that girl put in a ton of hours and physical sacrifice and toll and i've talked to her mom and and her over the years in all the things that she did to get to ascend to that level. Um, and, you know, seeing friends in the college gymnastics realm as well. Um, it's sad because those girls have opportunities. Um, and, and some, and when you get to that level, that elite level, um, you know, high school gymnastics isn't your, your thing. You're, you're traveling all over the world for a right. lot of those things. And even the high school or even the, those college level ones, they're not, often competing at the high school level. So this that's truly a passion sport for girls um, that love doing the tumbling, doing the, the vault, doing all the things that come with it and putting their bodies at risk um, when you do compete at the high school level because you know you might not be at a Jordan Weber level. You're not going to be on a Wheaties box. You're doing it because you really like and enjoy the sport, and it's, it's tough to see that path, you know, that outlet, uh, at the high school level for the camaraderie and everything else that goes along with it, go by the wayside. So these girls will only be doing club stuff. And that's sad. Uh, that's really sad. I couldn't agree more. Chris Solari joins us from the Detroit Free Press. My 
oldest granddaughter uh, did gymnastics for a couple of years. And listen, you didn't have to be Columbo here to figure out she was not going to be a gymnast, uh, you know, because of the body type, et cetera. But the simple fact that she did it for two or three years, that's going to make her better in other things, too. The 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 yeah. effort that you have to put into that and, and the way that you are challenging yourself, yeah, it's it's remarkable. So what else is keeping you busy this time of year? Do you did you get a chance to exhale now, or is the portal keeping you busy? What's uh, what's going on? Well, somewhere between uh, it reporting on independent business deals for college uh, athletes and uh, with companies, thanks to NIL and the free movement of free agency within the college football and basketball portal. Um, there has all of a sudden turned into a year-round venture um, in some ways. Uh, Michigan State, uh, right after the draft, typically at the end of the year, um, the NFL draft is generally one of those things. You come out of spring football, the basketball season's done, uh, so now you're looking at uh, the NFL draft being the last thing. Well, the portals changed that. Uh, day after the, the, the final rounds of the NFL draft, Michigan State had a starting quarterback and top wide receiver who's an NFL draft prospect, both hit the portal and leave the program. Um, so you see that as, as a thing. You, you know, guys have, you know, typically over the years entered the NBA draft, so you've had that uh, for an elite-level program like Michigan State. Uh, but the portal has definitely changed things. In college sports, um, you know, I don't know how much time you have because it is a, a watershed moment of change, and I don't necessarily know or think it's for the best in many different ways. It has literally gone from zero to a hundred when it when it comes to the NILs and the transfer portals. I, I, nothing that, nothing that we knew was that immediate el- add immediate eligibility for transfers into that as well. I, exactly. Nothing that we knew was true five years ago and had been true for the previous, you know, fifty years None of that is true anymore. It's just unbelievable to try to wrap your head around it. It is. And, you know, the states and first the federal lawsuit for for NIL uh, really put the emphasis and and, and impetus in the state legislatures to to get their state athletes and their state schools uh, in a premium position over other states. And what you've seen... It shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that knows the history of college football in particular of how guys have been paid for decades. I mean, this goes back into the 1800s, right. late 1800s, <laughs> when college football started to get big. And boosters all over the country. There's a reason why the NCAA rule book was as big and bloated as it was. Right. It's because boosters and alumni have played in the gray area for decades and decades and decades, and the NCAA would try and stay ahead of those rules and it's always one thing in the gray area gets changed because one school doesn't like it and add another page to the the rule book well those state laws and at least here in michigan one of the things and stipulations is that the ncaa can't suspend anyone for nil reasons um no governing body including the ncaa and the ncaa all it is is a house of cards it's literally it's member institutions it's, it, it's not like the NCAA is making these rules. These are the member institutions making these rules, and the NCAA being the governing body. So when they've been cut out of that process, 
there's a lot of people that don't know what the NCAA's role and responsibilities are anymore. And, you know, that you add that in with, with all the things. I mean, I don't think anybody would have or could have projected that uh, these NIL collectives of boosters and businesses would basically put together a salary payment for these <laughs> kids. But that's where we're at. I mean, you know, it, it shouldn't come as a surprise, like I said, but um, the, the, the creative ways that, that's, that boosters and backers have, have kind of gotten into the, the, the pockets of the athletes now um, have really changed that. And you couple in the, the freedom of movement uh, for, for transfers. I mean, you saw uh, Pitts, uh, Bolitnikoff winning receiver Jordan Addison before last season. He wins the Bolitnikoff Award, goes into the portal, and gets a big NIL deal from USC to go out there, reportedly around a million or, or more a year. Right. Um, same with Hunter Dickinson, uh, basketball star at Michigan. Uh, he's now at Kansas, and he, he's gone on record saying it's because he can make more NIL money. <laughs> it's free agency. It's the Wild West. I, I You know, I, I met with, uh, you know, the Big Ten Commissioner, Tony Pulley, uh, in his initial press conference uh, back at the beginning of May uh, in, in Chicago. And that was one of the things I asked him. I said, did you, you know, NIL, the, the NCAA and the conferences didn't do anything, and it came down to the federal legislation. I said, do you, are you worried about further federal legislation? And I thought he was pretty interesting in his response by saying they want federal intervention on this. So that's come full circle. Wow. Now the conferences want this to they want the federal government to somehow step in. I don't know how or when it could happen, but right. it's there's no question it has changed. For I, I think, and a lot of people at that, uh, you know, in the the leadership in college sports, feel like it's changing dramatically to the point where college sports is not only unrecognizable to them, but also the fans who now have to try and follow all this stuff on top of just being supportive. So it, it's. You know, there's going to be a point, I think, there probably will be a tipping point soon where if there's not federal intervention, there's going to be people backing away from college sports because now you're following it like a pro team and you're going to lose your casual base that college sports has maybe unlike any other sport. Chris Solari joins us from the Detroit Free Press, former writer at the Argus Leader. I'm Mike Henrickson. The thing is, I remember, and I think it was one of the 30 for 30s that ESPN did on the SMU football program. And I remember, oh, yeah. I remember one of the quotes in that, and, and it comes back and is more appropriate now. The guy basically said, we couldn't quit. We had a payroll to meet. And that's, that's exactly right. what it, they got the death penalty for that. And now that's just the way everything is. And it's out of the college's hands. Yep. That's the other part of it is they, there's not much transparency that's going on. That's one of the things that, that the big tech commissioner said. Colleges, administrators and coaches, there's not any transparency. And quite honestly, the way that the law is, at least in Michigan and I think other states is written, is there shouldn't be transparency because this is supposed to be outside of, of their purview. Right. Well, I mean, if you're giving money to the university and you're giving money to the athletes, I mean, that's, you know, that's what we're seeing here. And I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's basically 
pro sports life. Exactly. And I think I, I got to be honest with you, and I, I think maybe some other fans were this way as well. When I first heard about this, I thought, oh, okay, that's going to, you know, affect the Big Ten and the, you know, Pac-12 and et cetera. But the effects that we've seen, I mean, Baylor Shireman leads SDSU to go to Creighton because he got a heck of a deal. Lincoln Keenholz from Pierre is going to Ohio State. He he decommitted from Washington because he's getting a heck of a deal. It's just, you know, we're seeing it at this level, and that just continues to trickle down. It, it's turned a lot of smaller colleges, um, however you want to look at it, whether it be the, the lower end of Power 5, the Group of 5, FCS, it's turned them into feeder systems. Right. It right. really turned them into feeder systems, and and because your top end coaches are looking everywhere and anywhere for for the talent they can get. I mean, Michigan State has had kids transfer from Division two schools. I've seen kids from Grand Valley State at Division two transferring now into major Power five schools because of NIL deals and going away from Michigan State. Yep. Um, you know, it's it really has markedly changed, and and the and it's top to bottom, and at some point, you know there's going to need to be some sort of, I don't know if it's a consortium, a panel, a focus group, or whatever, whether it be federal intervention, something has to give because it's not sustainable for maybe anybody but the top 30 or 40 schools, quite honestly, to see what's going on. I mean, it's, you know, if, you're a, if you've invested all the money in South Dakota State to, as a fan to, to buy tickets and everything and then, you see top player, your top players, I mean, go to the transfer portal and, and go play somewhere else. I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel happy like like when a guy goes to the NFL, or do you kind of feel a little bit taken aback and, right. and scorn? I mean, and it's I think it's both ways. And, you know, you can't fault the kids. I mean, after, after generations of not getting paid legally – getting paid right um and being being told that you can't make money uh off your name image and likeness now all of a sudden you've got people who want to give you all this money for quote unquote who you are but the reality is they're giving you the money for the talent to play at their school i mean you got to take it because it's not illegal anymore and and as chris solari joins us here i remember uh, back to nebraska days there was a, a star running back for the huskers by the name of jarvis redwine Jarvis was married, had a son, and, you know, he's walking to the stadium and he sees people selling his T-shirts, you know, T-shirts with his face on it, and and he's not sure where the next meal is coming from, you know, to take care of his child. So I certainly understand all of that as well, but holy cow, like I say, there had to be like a a warm-up lane of some sort because you know i i could understand 35 miles an hour but this zero to 100 just uh just kind of gave us all whiplash to, to me it goes back to 2020 because they knew this federal legislation was coming in june or july of 21 and that the major colleges had a chance to put everything on pause with the pandemic figure out the rules get ahead of all these things that were coming <laughs> in the legislatures and instead, they went for a money grab. Right. And if you're an athlete and you, you've been told that you need to play or you can opt out, but, you know, the reality is the guys that opted out ended up not being at those programs anymore afterward um, because they were basically, I don't want to say forced out, but 
they were basically made to feel like they weren't part of the program anymore. Um, but you can't fault an athlete now when you've been used as a pawn for, for the revenue for college sports in 2020 uh, when the world was basically shut down. You can't fault them for saying, well, if, it, if we're a business pawn for you, right? then we're taking care of our own business. Yep. And that's what we're seeing. Amen. And there's no rules. That's the thing. There's no rules. You know, it's it, it's not like the pros where there's free agency, where everything is collectively bargained <laughs> through unions. Um, <laughs> and this, so- is an, this is an individual basis, and it's going to continue like this unless something happens. And colleges are going to have to either get to a point where they, they let these athletes unionize and become professional or paid athletes, or they're going to continue to, to – Floating the wind like they have been. And the thing is, Chris, even the pro leagues have salary caps, so, you know, <laughs> that are, that are pretty well known. Yeah. Hey, this, this is great. Delightful as always. Continued success. Enjoy the girls this summer and we'll be in touch again. All right. Thanks, Mike. And send my best to Mark wherever he may be. I know he, he, he battled. Well, I, I, I'm being sincere here on this one. I know it. Oh, he's, he's, okay. He's, with, through his, through everything that he's gone through. Um, you know, I saw his story over the past few months with, with his battle with cancer. Right. Um, I'd say he's earned some time on a golf course, a ski slope, but wherever he wants to do with his family. There is no question about it, and I certainly will, Chris. I appreciate that. Chris Olari joining us, the former Argus leader writer, now with Detroit Free Press, and we're back to wrap things up after this. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. 
Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Horry Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, that Chris brought that up because I haven't had my, you know, opportunity to publicly wish Mark well on on his uh, health journey. Uh, things are going well, uh, as far as I know, and that's good to see. But, yes, uh, obviously that wasn't my story to tell. So, you know, once Mark came public with it, then we certainly are going to offer up all of our support and love for him. Hey, I'm going to be at Brookings Pride tomorrow. Stop by, say hello. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Own the outdoors with Master